나야 나한 도준이야. 긴카 앤 귀인카 여러분 안녕하세요. 여러분 잘 지내고 계시죠? 저도 잘 지내요. It was just that I was quite busy last week, so I couldn't upload any episode, and I just decided to share that mid-season update. Anyway, for those of you who are new to the podcast, my name is Rome, but you can also call me Han Dojun, and I am your Kinka Chingu Kinka classmate and the host of Kinka Podcast, where every week we celebrate the marriage of gay drama and language learning. I promise you all that I do a review of Racket Voice, and here it is. First, I started watching Racket Voice in August. 8월 9일에 Racket Voice drama, Racket Voice K drama 보기 시작했고요. And I finished everything on the 22nd of August. It's almost a month ago now. 저는 요즘에 드라마 볼때 가족이랑 봐요. I don't feel like watching dramas alone anymore and I feel like watching together, I mean watching dramas together with my family adds up to my bonding time together with them. Like it's, it adds up more time. And right now I feel like I'm pretty old and the older I get, I feel like I wouldn't have as much time to bond with my parents and my family. So I'm just... maximizing my time right now 가족이랑 yeah uh, Racket Boys or Racket Sunyeondan in Korean is a very family-friendly K-drama it focuses on a group of middle school boys who aspire to be the best badminton team in South Korea well, it's, it's more than that but that's the gist of it and you're right Sunyeondan is the same word in BTS, Bangtan Sunyeondan, yeah. If my understanding is right, this is just Sunyeon and then Danche. It's the Dan in the Danche, which literally translates to boy for Sunyeon and then group for Danche or Dan. So Sunyeondan is a boy group. And the K-drama mentions BTS quite a lot of times and even mentions that one should never claim in public that they don't know BTS or that they're not a fan of BTS because if one does, they're sure to get cancelled or hated by the masses or by the entire fan base of BTS. And now, I personally like some of the songs of BTS. I haven't heard all of their music, but I've heard a few. And actually, I have a lot of friends who keep recommending their songs to me. And while I agree that their music is so good, I just, you know, I just don't have the time and energy to become a devoted fan or something. So when I say I'm not a BTS fan, it's just the same as not being a fan of whatever else. I just know that they have good music. And I don't really have to be a super fan to enjoy those music. Now, I believe if you're listening to me, you're not one to cancel another person just because they're not as enthusiastic as you about something, right? Anigayo? Okay, so enough about fandom. Fandom? Fandom? Fandom. Yeah, it's fandom, right? Yeah, enough about BTS fandom or whatever else fandom. And back to Racket Sonyeondan. 
So in this K-drama, we're seeing a lot of familiar faces. Like Tang Jun-sang, for one. He who played Yoon Hae-kang, he actually has already been in some K-dramas that we've seen. He was the lead in Move to Heaven, which I also featured in this podcast. And he also had a very significant role in Crash Landing on You, I heard. I haven't watched Chloe, but I heard it's good. But yeah, so Tang Jun-sang is, I think he's very promising. And his character here in Rocket Boys is very different from his role in Move to Heaven. And I really like that because, yeah, there's the contrast in, yeah, contrast of character, I, I guess. And uh, yeah, however, here in Racket Boys, he was almost always very confident and sometimes arrogant. And while that's, I think that's good to see in dramas for lead sometimes, but I'm not sure how that would reflect in real life. Like I'm thinking maybe, maybe I used to have friends who were too confident and were almost arrogant. I don't know. And maybe I, I might have been the same as well in the past or the present i maybe not but yeah like there's that arrogance and confidence and i'm not sure if that's a quality that people would like another person to have maybe unless you're like yun Kang that's really good at what he's doing but if you don't have the same level of talent that he had and then you're too confident and too arrogant i guess that just wouldn't work and yeah you you probably heard it a lot naya Na Yunhegang ya. Or I also said, Naya, na Handojun ya. And when people use this phrase, it has a context. Don't you know who I am? Or it's me. I am. Yeah, and then they say their name. And it, it implies that they are extremely good at what they do and that they are exuding this very high level of confidence. So, yeah, why don't you try it as well? Yeah, like you can go in front of a mirror and tell your reflection, na ya, na, and then your name, ya. Yeah, you can follow after me. Na ya, na, handojun ya. Yeah, but you don't have to say handojun because handojun is me. You can say your name. (laughs) Na ya, na, handojun ya. And then, yeah, just keep telling that to yourself. And know that you're actually good enough, whatever it is that you're trying to do. Or if you're still lacking confidence, you know, um, know that you'll get there eventually. Don't worry too much about it. Yeah, just keep telling yourself, Naya, na handojun ya, na handojun, your name, okay? And yeah, aside from Tang Jun Sang, we have Kim Kang Hoon, who played Yong Tae, and he was super amazing his his crying was also really good to the point that he uh, to the point that my family members and i always look forward to seeing him cry and when he cries we just appreciate oh how amazing it is that he is able to you know show that emotion and cry and i, I don't know it's just really for for us it's good acting not not because it's crying but it's because he's able to convey that emotion with his eyes and everything and yeah you probably also saw him in a lot of k dramas already cuz 
uh, Kim Kang-hoon was also in Mr. Queen, Startup, Aiden Again, When the Camellia Blooms, and more. Yeah, and actually he even received an award for playing Camellia's son in When the Camellia Blooms in 2019. And will you believe me if I said that he actually is just 12 years old? Huh? 안 믿어요? 구글 검색하면 나오잖아요. 검색해봐요. He's really 12 years old. And if you feel surprised, don't worry. I was also surprised when I found out just like moments ago, like before recording this, that he's actually that young. He's 12. Uh, when I was 12, I was in first year high school and I was just fooling around. And yet Kim Kang-hoon has already received an award for best young actor in 2019. Yeah, he, he was 10 at that time. Yeah. Oh, what about you? What were you doing? What were you doing when you were 10 or 12? Uh, 얘기해 보세요. 댓글 남겨 주시면 제가 읽고 음, 답장도 할게요. 네. And then then of course we have Sun Sangyan and Choi Hyunok who are relatively new faces in my opinion. They played oh, oh my gosh, I I forgot the name of their characters. I'm sorry, but yeah. They're new faces, I think, because I, I haven't seen them anywhere before Ra- Racket Boys, but maybe you did, and if you did, that's all right, meaning, yeah, they've appeared somewhere else, it's just that I haven't seen them yet. And the rest of the cast are also very amazing, stellar, okay, I, I'm running out of adjectives, and yeah, oh, I almost forgot Kim Min-gi, who played Jung In-seol, okay, I remember Jung In-seol, but not the two. What's their name? Yundam, Park Yundam, and what is his name? Okay, I really can't remember Choi Hyunok's name. I'm sorry, but yeah, Kim Mingi, who played Jung In Seoul, was also in True Beauty. Yeah, I'm just saying. Mm-hmm. And yeah, okay, if I'm reviewing the K drama, I I shouldn't just say stuff about the actors and the actresses. But rather, I should also talk about the plot and other stuff, right? So, what about the plot? Uh, I liked it. It's very light-hearted. And it gives the viewers the feeling of really living in a small town where everybody knows everybody. And everybody helps everybody whenever they can. I think it's an idyllic place. Okay, to be honest, I don't know what the meaning of idyllic is, but that's, that just sounds nice. And yeah, well, when I was in Korea, I also stayed in a very similar place for quite a while. And the memories I I shared with the people there were also really good. And also, middle high school boys living in the same room. Yeah, that, that just sounds so fun, right? I mean... If you're in high school now, you probably long for friends with whom you can do unlimited sleepovers. Or maybe not even high school, maybe college or yeah, maybe. But sadly, we cannot do that now. But yeah, the the idea of living together with friends, friends of the same age who have very similar passions as you. I think that's very dreamy and even more so right now. 
But yeah, it brings me back to when I was in Korea and I did some volunteer work and I stayed in a container house. Container house, that's what you call it, right? So uh, I was doing volunteer work in Korea and I stayed in a container house together with Koreans and other foreigners who were also part of the volunteer work. We'd work together, eat meals together, and then sleep together. And that went on for about a month for me. Yeah. Yeah. I just remember that. Oh, well. Mm, Something about this K-drama is somehow Whenever an episode is about to end, my mom always thinks that that episode is already the end of the series like it yeah uh, at the end of each episode she thinks oh is is this k-drama ending already as if that's already the final episode when i understand why she thinks that because somehow loose ends are tied just so easily at the end of the episode and this k-drama didn't really have much of suspense or a cliffhanger at the end that would make the viewers binge the next episode. Um, yeah, it, it might just be us. Yeah, probably. But it, it's it's not like the ending of each episode is calling you to go and watch the next episode already. So, yeah. This, despite that, I, I think it's nice that it was made that way. Like, it's a breath of fresh air, I think. And as in many other sports or competitive oriented drama or movie or even anime i wasn't really surprised with the flow of the story like the wins and the losses those were kind of expected i think and it also follows the hero's journey it's very formulaic but it works and i i think nowadays every movie or drama that we get to watch really just follows an iteration of the hero's journey and if if you don't know about hero's journey that's okay you can look it up on google and you'll see a lot of literature about it Mm. yeah because yeah i i I can't explain everything yeah i'm not good at explaining theories like this but hero's journey cycle yeah you can look it up and it's easy rather than me explaining it and yeah uh what i ex- what i especially liked in this k drama is that they explore the stories of almost every person in the small town of henam there's you know there's the couple from seoul who moved to the countryside for a reason i will not tell you just because and there's also the story of the grandmother who couldn't speak and the grandmother who looked tough on the outside but really soft on the inside there are stories of different friendships that were formed and you know the competitive yet friendly atmosphere was i think was also commendable so yeah i like the mini stories that we have in this k-drama so there's like a big plot going on but the smaller plots are also good on their own and i think that justifies why my mom thought like okay is this the end of the series because you know it's the end of that mini story so yeah like in any k-drama that i've watched until now i didn't shed a tear for this one Mm -hmm. 
Although there sure are like several tearjerker episodes, but those episodes didn't get into my emotional core, so I didn't cry. Despite that, I actually never held back in laughing whenever there were very funny moments. Like I just burst into laughter, and by funny moments, I don't necessarily mean like funny like in comedy, but more like funny because. Reality or real life is funny in itself. Yeah, you you know what I mean. If you do, that's awesome. If not, that's okay. That's okay. And yeah, did you know? Did you know? Did you know? It's not did you know? It's did you know? Did you? Yeah. If you've seen the K drama already, you've already heard that phrase a lot. I'm sure that that phrase was actually said more than thirty times. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, I think more than thirty times, and you probably also know already what it means. You you can fill in the blanks. This is like Britney's song, and she said, "My loneliness, tijine tija, I must confess, I still believe," and so on and so forth. <laughs> but kidding aside, the context is actually different. But yeah, tijine tija can be translated to. It's killing me, or you're killing me, but not on the negative side. But it's it's an expression that young people, when they see some young people say when they see something cool or awesome, and yeah, young people. I don't think someone my age will say this in a real situation, like in a real social situation. But we can use it if we want, you know. Tijene, tija. Um, I I think they also shortened this into D D, you know D G N E D J O. So, the first syllable for each one D D D G N E D J O. Yeah. Also, still about language. Yeah, they use a lot of satori in racket voice, and that's justified because the setting was way down south. So yeah, that was expected. And I actually want to talk more about satori, but I am not an expert, and I I can't even speak any satori. Although I lived in Daegu for about four months, and then in Daejeon for three months, and yeah, I don't know any satori. I heard, and maybe I can identify. Oh, that sounds like it's from Busan, or from Daegu, but yeah, I don't know much about satori. But maybe I should learn a Korean dialect.、Hmm. Let's see. Anyway, yeah, I think I already talked a lot today, so I'm going to wrap up this episode now. I'd say this K drama is one you should watch on your own or with your family members, whichever works for you. Also, this came to me just now. Maybe I I should come up with a rating system for the K dramas that I watch, like four star, five star, or something. I I don't know. I will think more about this. Yeah. A rating system, so that I, I'm, yeah. Anyway, I'll think about it. Also, yeah, just before recording this, I have actually already finished watching Squid Game, and I might want to review it for next week's episode. Maybe, maybe not. Let's see. But for now, if you've reached this point, I really appreciate you listening, and I'll appreciate you even more if you subscribe to the podcast and if you give the episode a rating and maybe write down some comments if that's possible where you're listening. Okay. All right. 그럼 오늘 긴가 podcast 에피소드는 여기까지 하고요. 
오늘도 들어주셔서 많이 많이 감사하고요. 다음 주에 꼭 봐요. 안녕히 계세요.